totality of God is in heaven, as big as he is, and we are saying heaven doesn't even contain him, he's still able to reside in us as human beings through his spirit. So honestly, how do you explain that? So my submission is that God is everywhere. He's omnipresent, he resides wherever, however, whatever form or shape he chooses, you know, to manifest himself. God is God. Hallelujah. The creator once said, oh, you live in the heavens of heavens. The Bible says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So I don't know which heavens of heavens again. So before that heavens of heavens, where was he? <laughs> you know, but that Genesis 1 says in the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. And what I just want to share with us today, briefly, is that God is always there at the beginning. He's always there at the beginning. And I think you have to settle that in your heart. You know, it's amazing that earlier on today I was discussing with one of my darling sisters and I was just sharing with her. You know, how sometimes we wonder how we came through the families that we came through. Uh, a number of people came through unions. Some even came through uh, 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 unions that were not exactly consummated in marriage. So we have people who probably uh, their mother just had them for a man and never really married him. And we have some who yeah got married and yet the whole family wasn't exactly perfect as it were. Not like we have perfect families anyway. And um, you have some who actually were raised in dysfunctional homes. And then you begin to ask yourself, why? Why? Why did I come through that? Why did I come through that channel? Why did I come through that union? And sometimes I've heard people say things like, why, why wasn't I just born in America or born in Canada? Why, did, why didn't I come through you know, a different family or come through a wealthy family or come through something? And my submission is that, God is sovereign. God is sovereign. One of the things you don't have authority over, you don't have control over, is your ability to choose your parents. You don't have that. Nobody does. So that means that it is totally God's sole prerogative to determine what family you come from. The Bible says he places the solitude in family. So God is the one that determines, that defines, that says, oh, you are coming through this union as imperfect as that union might be. He was there in the beginning. And let me tell you something, that your beginning did not start the day you were born. Someone get that. Your beginning didn't start the day you were born. What do you think God was saying? When he said, before you were formed in the womb, I knew you. What do you think he was talking about there? Where, where were you before you were formed in the womb? That means your beginning started in the thoughts of God. Your beginning started in God's mind. He thought about you. He was so mindful of you. So my beginning wasn't when the sperm met, met the, the, the ovum. My beginning was in God. Hmm. As if your beginning was in the very existence of God. And so he said, before 
you existed in my mind. I'd already marked out your life. So it was based on that thought that God now said, okay, it's time for you on to show up on the 8th of May, 1979. I can't remember what time it was <laughs> that, you know, I was giving birth to, but 8th of May, maybe it's in the morning, on the afternoon, however it was, 1979. And what informed that 8th of May, 1979 is even much more than 8th of May, 1979. I tell you, God saw today. God saw that on the 1st of July, 2022, Maureen is going to be doing a live broadcast. And she's going to be talking about her 40 life lessons. And she's going to be sharing this with a whole lot of people. God already saw that. He already imagined that. He already wrote the script. And that's what informed my coming forth. I don't think anyone that wasn't in God's plan and agenda would show up on the surface of the earth without God's permission. I don't think so. And so my submission to you is that God is always there from the very beginning. He connects the dots. I mean, he, he, he's, he's there at the beginning of every journey, every story, every adventure. He connects the dots and he pulls all the necessary strings. And so, if you did not have control over the choice of parents or the choice of where you should be born or how, the manner in which you should be born, if you did not have control over that and that it was totally within God's jurisdiction, and then I think it's important for you to solely trust God to guide you through the journey of your life. And that's the message I have for you today. Trust him. Because you you need to trust him enough to know that he knew what he was doing when he chose my place of birth, when he chose my date of birth. He knew what he was doing. He chose the people that would bring me into the world as a perfect I've shared with us before, I think I've done a post about it before, my spiritual father, Dr. Jindu Bakari, you know, about the passage into life through his mother, who was a staunch Muslim. It wasn't a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. Did you guys know that Abraham was an idol worshiper before God met him? So was that a mistake? Like God didn't know what he was doing? Did you guys know that David said that he was born in iniquity? I don't know. Probably his father didn't exactly marry his mother. I don't know the story. So I want you guys to understand and to know that God chooses. When, when, when Jacob was, was marrying Leah and marrying Rebecca, and, uh, well, you Rebecca, no, not, not Rebecca, marrying, you know, and their, and their, and their, and their house girls, and having, you know, those 12 sons, do we think that God just felt like just, you know, making Jacob enjoy himself? And we saw how all of that happened. He was meant to marry one, then you guys and got another one. God was working out something. And so I want you to settle it in your heart and say to you, God is there in the very beginning of my life. And I told you, your beginning didn't start when you were conceived in the womb. Your beginning started right in the thought of God, in the mind 
was born in all of you. He had you in mind. showed up because you had an assignment. You showed up because you were important, because you were relevant. And so that's the first life lesson. God is there in the beginning, in the very beginning. It's not a coincidence that you came, you, uh, 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 you came from the lineage that you came from. It's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence that you're evil. It's not a coincidence that you're house It's not a coincidence that you're robot. Coincidence that you're 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 a doy. It's not a coincidence that you're black American. It's not a coincidence. I mean, God is working it all out. He's working it all out, and He's working it all out for you. He's there in the beginning. God, remember that always. Remind yourself. Now, God, if God was there in my beginning, then he's going to be with me all through the journey, and he's going to be with me to the very end. The Bible says Jesus Christ is the author and the finisher and the in-between, I want to add that, of our faith. He's the author, he's the finisher, and I'm adding my own version, and the in-between of our faith. That's my number one life lesson. And so that now tells us that when we are doing anything, whatever it is, we have to bring God into the beginning. Don't start and then bring God midway, halfway. Don't begin a journey. Don't take a decision, especially a life-defining uh, decision, and not involve God in the beginning. Genesis 1, in the beginning, God. You have to start that adventure, start that business, start that career, start that relocation business with God. When you bring him in the into the beginning, then you are sure that he will hold you by hand. That's what he said to Abraham when he called him and said, Mr. He said, walk with me. I'm bringing you to a land that I will show you, Abraham. And he started with him from 75 to 100 until he lived, I think he lived for about 100 and how many, how many, 120 years of, no, I think he lived more than that. But we could see God right there all through that journey. So invite God into your beginning. Don't start that journey without him. Don't start it without him. Remember what he said to the disciples. He said, tiring Jerusalem until you are endued with power. They were about to step into another level. He said, I need to be there. I need to infuse you with power. You need God at the beginning. You're making a marital decision. You need God. Whatever it is, whatever it is, you need God. Bring God into the beginning and you will see him. Show forth his power and his glory and his goodness. You know, all through your life. It is it is it is lack of understanding that will make
primary in our thoughts. I mean, program your mind such that when you are about to take a decision, your first thought is God. Are you here with me? Your first thought is God. Are you journeying with me? When you make that a conscious effort that you constantly put God at the beginning, oh, he would honor you and he would honor that that that, that decision. He would honor your 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 thinking about putting him, you know, in front of you, putting him right at the beginning of whatever it is that you want to do in that decision that you want to make. And you will see God show up like never before in your life. Thank you. That is my first life lesson. I'll see you tomorrow. I told you it's a 40 days journey and I'm not in a hurry. I'll see you tomorrow and we'll be sharing my second life lesson. Also, happy new month. Welcome to the month of July. Welcome to the second half of the year. My prayer for you, seven represent completeness I'm praying that for you and them that you would experience completeness you know as you go through the rest of the year I don't know what the first half was like but I'm encouraging you to lose hope don't give up don't give in hold on to God and you will see him come through for you and completion means rest. God rested on the seventh day. Come into your rest. He's inviting you into his rest. When you come into the rest of God, you cease from your own labor. You stop struggling. You stop trying to do it in the flesh. While the spirit of God breathes upon you and grants you grace and ease. And that is your testimony in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll see you tomorrow. Stay beautiful. God bless you and have a beautiful day.